Don't you know you're going too fast? Stick around, you know it won't last. Feel some something, why can't you see? Slow it down, make a sound, cause now, no time to think and stop right now. Thank you very much, I need somebody with a human touch. Hey you, always on the run, gotta slow it down, baby, gotta have some fun. Ba-da-ba-ba, ba-da-ba-ba, ba-da-ba, always be together. That was Tom saying he was uncomfortable. Welcome, guys, to the Up for Discussion podcast. My name is Tim Blay. I'm Simon Peltier. I'm Dr. Fraser Crane. Tom Zalatnay. And listening in, not listening in, talking in with us today, we have a very special guest. We have my brother, the great and powerful Tommy Phoenix. Hello, Internet. Yay. Internet, Tommy. Tommy, Internet. Nice to meet you. So just to clarify to everybody, this is Tim, Tom, Tom, and Simon. Yes. Tim, Tom, Tom, and Simon in the morning. Somebody does not fit the pattern. Uh, yeah. Well, you could call me Sim, and it'd be Tom Tom Tim Sim. Tom Tom Tim Sim. That's that confusing. That was, yeah. It's like a video game from the 90s. Tom Tom Tim Sim? Yeah, the Tom Tom Tim Sims. Huh. Hmm. I'd, like, I'd play that. So, guys, this is the only podcast on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them in That's a wide true. variety yeah. of topics, ranging from the news to the pop culture to the internets to social medias. and To, so- to Tom's uh, sex life. I, yeah, my non-existent sex life. That's super exciting. Hey, let's uh, talk about Tom's sex life. Oh, we're done. That was a great talk. Let's go on. <laughs> Boom. Welcome to the latest segment of our show, Tom's sex life. Tom, how's your sex life? I'm uh, married. That, that's all you need to know. Boom. Boom. This concludes our segment, Tom's sex life. Crunchy. So, guys, this episode <laughs> of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by Crunch. Mm-hmm. And it's also brought to you by Patreon.com slash Up for Discussion, where you can pledge to support us on the show. That's right. If you pledge just $5 a month, we will give you 100 pounds of gold. Tom mm-hmm. promises that. I don't promise that. that. Tommy Phoenix promises that. Don't make me say promises <laughs> that I'm not promising for the real <laughs> that, things. That, oh, come on, Tom. You, we all know that you're rich and successful and famous, right? So rich and successful and famous, I need money. Okay. So t- 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 tell us about night. yourself. Tell us about your rich fame. Okay. My rich fame. Um, I don't know. A few hundred kids in Canada might know who I am, and I have no money. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Shout out to the Ithacans one time. Why, why would they know who you are, Tommy Phoenix? Because uh, I once upon a time played in a band that did some touring across Canada and put out an album on a record label called 604 Records. You may know them from such artists as Mariana's Trench and a little pop star called Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Tim looks like he's about to do something on the ukulele. I was about to play I was about to play her song on the ukulele and then I had a complete blank on what Kylie Ray Jepsen had actually sang and now I'm really embarrassed. I really, 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 really like you. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate that. No, that's just the song, Is, dummy. Did I say the right amount of reallys? I think I don't know. How many? I think she actually has more in, that, in her song. <laughs> it's, I think there's six. There's six, right? I really, 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 really like you. So and how I, many, however many that was. That was six, but you forgot that you also want me, and if, do I want you, do I want you too? You know way more of that song than I do. <laughs> I think I listened to that like a thousand times on repeat when it first came out, and then never again. Hmm. Sounds about right. Yep, yep. That's cool. So you're part of, are you still on 604 Records or? No. Uh, Fighting for Ithaca, the band that I was part of, is no more. Right, right. I currently have a new band called Air Combat. Mm-hmm. 
We play angsty punk rock music that will make you cry. It's not, it sounds very at home in about like 2004, 2005. But also, I was like, Tom was showing me some of their music a couple days ago. And I'm, I'm very impressed, I have to say. Like, this Tim, is. Tim gave me the biggest compliment on my music he's ever given me. Really? When I showed him this. And he's, it was pretty much what he said was, This is the first band you've ever showed me where I can't point at something and say, I could do it better. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're, I think you guys all have. Like you all have a part that you're playing in in that band that really like, yeah, it just really works well. Like Sheldon, their their singer is like phenomenal at like writing crazy, like like your lyrics actually mean things for once. Like they're they're deep and like, oh, they, they tug at your soul. You know? it, it spoke um, to Timmy. Yeah, it spoke to me. The, it spoke to my angst. angsty like teenage self. Sweet. And, uh, you know, the, the guitar is cool and j- jazzy, but also like crushing and the drums are real good. And, um, and you know, the bass, th- there's is, some th- bass. Th- in th- there. There's, there's <laughs> a bassist in there. I'm not sure like what he does to actually contribute, but he's there. I can scream. That's pretty much, that's the reason I'm in the band. Just, mm. just to scream. So it's a, screamy, and they let me hold the bass. It's a screamy band then. Oh, it's screamy and singy. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, Sweet. We mix it up. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Giving it fresh. Well, Tim has never told me that. Anything that I do, he couldn't do better. So, anything you can do, I can do better. How does that oh. song go? Close. Uh, one of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah, I think that's what you're going with. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> anything um, you can do, I can do better. Okay. I can do anything better than you. That's not true. No. You can do some that's things better true. than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've Grow never... a beard for one. Hmm? Yeah, that's one. But probably yeah. see i guess gain weight gain weight i'm real good at that i can gain weight i just no that's not true no, i can't you're, you're bad at it though <laughs> I, keep, I tried to gain weight once back in the day but like muscle weight by going to the gym and i lasted about four days you went to a gym yeah yeah, yeah. when i was i was living with uh um terrell and josh tonatiu abrego shout out oh. to terrell and josh one time yeah tonatiu is an opera singer um, but they, yeah, Josh is really, is really, really obsessed with, uh, like his body being in peak form. And so he convinced Terrell to go to the gym at seven o'clock every morning. And then they collectively convinced me to go. Sounds like a terrible hour to go to the gym <laughs> or do anything. Well, it was especially awful because I was still, you know, going to bed at three in the morning and then getting up at seven, going to the gym. And Josh was like, oh yeah, you can, you know bench press 100 pounds you can like you know you can put these gigantic things on your back and do do squats that oh yeah you're you're seeing spots you feel like you're gonna black out that's okay that's how everybody does it i actually go to the gym or i i work out twice a week and i can't bench press 100 pounds <laughs> what's your what's your bench press uh i haven't actually bench pressed in a while but i'm pretty okay. sure it was more around like 75 80 okay they made me go up to 90 which i was proud of because it was the same weight as our friend noemi um so I was like, oh, mm. cool. You could bench press Noemi if you wanted to. But the problem, like bench pressing. Have you ever bench pressed Noemi? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's kind of the wrong shape. Well, I mean, it, it depends how strong her core is. If she has really strong abs, she could like plank. That's and then, true. And you then could, you could bench press her. Yeah, you could theoretically bench press a plank. It is human. very common for people to bench press other people. Yeah. Tommy, have you ever gone to the gym in your life? Uh, I once lived in an apartment building that had a gym and I went to it a couple times oh that's true i lived with you for a while in that apartment building right? yeah yeah there was yeah. there was a gym there true i went to it like i don't know maybe maybe twice <laughs> there was like 
people there way more in shape than me. It was intimidating. Yeah, that happens, eh? It's like, <laughs> I, I would, you know, how am I supposed to get in shape when people are going to make me feel crappy for not being in shape mm-hmm. when I try to get in shape? But here's, here's the thing. Do they actually, do they like make you feel crappy or do you just feel crappy by looking at them? I mean... It's a little bit of both, right? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always sort of an attitude there of like, you know, everybody's here to work out, and if you haven't been working out enough, then like it shows, right? But like, like I've I've been to the to a gym several times. Like for my first year at Concordia, I would go to the gym twice a week, and I ne- I never kind of got the impression that that people were shaming me or whatever. Then again, I am I don't care. And also, you started off in like okay shape. Yeah, now I'm now I'm ripped. Yeah, but. I mean, there's just muscles everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I like it, the Rock ain't got nothing on me. Simon mm-hmm. is 400 pounds of lean, mean fighting machine. Yeah, and about I'm two pounds of hair. I'm officially bulletproof. Really? Yeah. How do you get that made official? Like, do you have to fill out forms or something? Yeah, it is the um the the queen has her own gun and she shot me and I didn't die, so now I'm officially queen approved bulletproof. I wonder if the queen's ever like oh actually shot somebody. Of course she has. If someone's gonna give the queen, it better be a give the queen a gun. It better be a gun filled with blanks. So that's probably not too hard for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's there's definitely a bullet. I pulled it out of my bicep. Wow, wow. But it, but if then, it you're, then your you're not bicep? bulletproof though. But then you're not bulletproof. You're just you really good at performing self surgery. No, 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 no. It, like, it, it didn't, it didn't make it through. It just like, you know, oh. like in, in the same way that like you could shoot a wall, and the, it wouldn't go through the wall, but you still have to pull it out. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, that's not bulletproof in the way that so like you're Superman like, is bulletproof. You're okay, like almost a, bulletproof. A bulletproof jacket or a bulletproof vest. You still have to pull the bullet out of it. Yes. It's just that it's bulletproof in the sense that the bullet doesn't make it through. So you would say that if you lined up a hundred people like in a in like a single file line and shot a bullet that went through five of them, that line of people is bulletproof. Yes. Interesting. It would be huh. a terrible way to protect yourself against bullets, but it would work. Fair enough. Yeah. If because if I was the hundred and first person behind that, and people don't like whoever was shooting at me only ever shot directly at that line i would be fine is that like the point of an entourage to just be your meat shields i think Absolutely. that's the point of entourage yeah. <laughs> the yeah i mean the the point of entourage the tv show is that you buy as many dvds as you can cover yourself in those dvds so that you will be protected against uh, bullets and then a lot of people shoot at you for buying that many entourage dvds yes it's it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy but you know mm. crunchy wow Guys, this episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by the Entourage, the movie. Go see it today. If I think name, Kelsey Grammer's in that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you would know that. Of all people, have you any of you guys that. actually seen it? No. I haven't either. I kind of wonder, though. I've I never liked even that show. seen a, like a minute of that TV show. It's a good show. I what enjoyed it, it. What is it about, even? It's about... Uh, it's a an, sitcom, right? No, not really. It's no. it's just a, a show. It's about um, an actor, in an A-list actor in Hollywood and his entourage. That's pretty much it. Hmm. Isn't it basically like sort of a Mark Wahlberg well, like, biography the, kind of the thing? Well, the way it started is it was going to be a reality show about Mark Wahlberg and his entourage. Hmm. Because Mark Wahlberg, when he became famous, he just brought all his buddies out. Okay. From like you know his homies to be his entourage, right? And then they, as they were developing the show, they were like, "Oh, this would actually make like a better, just like a scripted show." Hmm. So then it, it turned into that. Don't okay. d- don't the Wahlberg family have like a burger shop that they call the Wahlburger? Yeah, they do. There's, I think there's a show about there, that. There is too. a show about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Is is Mark is Marky Mark part of it? Part of the show? Is he in the show? 
No, I think he's like an executive producer okay. or something like that. But that's fascinating to just like take every part of your life as the Wahlbergs and just parlay it into TV shows. Well, I guess that works. I mean, it's not really the things that happen on the show aren't like things that actually happen. No, no, it's a hundred percent reality. <laughs> yeah, come on, I, that's what HBO does. Yeah, everything on HBO is totally real. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Have you G- seen Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. It's all real. Have you seen Boardwalk Empire? That's all. That's all real. Steve Buscemi is an actual criminal. Mm-hmm. What? True story. You that, heard it. That I mind was, is blown. That I would believe. But I mean, has has Steve? Does Steve Buscemi have a criminal record? Let us know in the comments. Probably. Lots of people have cr- like surprising criminal records. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Christopher Walken was there when uh, uh, what is her name? Natalie Wood died. Who uh, she was the girl in West Side Story. Oh, Maria. that's the girl that just like mysteriously she went out on a boat with some people, possibly yeah. including Christopher Walken, and then didn't come back. Yeah. I think Christopher Walken was on that boat. And we've all kind of forgiven him for maybe murdering her. Jeez. Yeah. So. What has Christopher Walken done recently? Oh, good question. He wore a watch up his ass for like five years. <laughs> really? Yeah, that one well, time. In that in that one thing. Yeah, that one thing that he did. This is not a movie I've seen. <laughs> really? You haven't yeah. seen Pulp Fiction? Come on, man. Is that in Pulp? Oh, it is in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's it's, oh, that, shit. That, it's my uncle's, my grandfather's watch. That's why it's there's such a big deal about the watch. Oh my god, yeah. I always forget he's in that. Yeah, he arrives late. Yeah, he's not in it for very long. But I feel like he's, yeah. pretty, he's pretty memorable, though. I mean, if you, yeah. he, guy tells a story well, about wearing a, putting a watch up his ass like that, you're gonna remember that. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a normal thing for you, and that's why you didn't remember. I don't know. I'm just saying, in my family, it's standard fare. Uh, well, okay. I mean, the other thing is that Pulp Fiction very soon after that went into a lot more traumatizing sort of events. Like, so, like other things up people's asses. Basically. So hmm. it's possible that you blocked it out. Hmm. But yeah, I feel like most of what I hear about Christopher Walken these days is every impressionist ever doing an impression of Christopher Walken. <sighs> Maybe he just got fed up and he was just like, I'm not doing any more things. I don't like... Does that happen with celebrities when they've got like a couple million dollars? Do they just decide ever like I don't want to do this? I mean, if they if they want to, like I, you know, I I can imagine that if if an actor feels like he can't bring anything uh, of value, then he's just not going to keep doing anything. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's fair. There's probably some really big Christopher Walken movie out right now that we're unaware of, and all these people are going to be like, "You're all idiots!" Oh, actually, he's in the new Fantastic Four movie, isn't he? Really? Oh dear. He's not. I saw it. That's not true. How was it? It was bad, right? <clears throat> so the first half is really good. The first half has a lot of a lot of potential, but then the second half clearly is just the studio was like, "No, we're not going to do what you wanted to do." And the the writer being like, oh, "It's going to suck." And they're like, "Who cares? It's going to sell." And like you can totally it just the like writer studio conflict is so apparent. Hmm. In that movie, interesting. The, like I said, the first half is really good, and then like something happens partway through, and then like pretty much as soon as they come back from whatever planet they go to, then like it just shit goes down, and mm. it just stops being good. Hold on, so is it like a reboot or a sequel? This movie, it's it's a reboot. So like <clears throat> all of the characters are being played by different different uh, different actors. Like the Human Torch, instead of being Chris Evans, is Michael B. Jordan. Uh, the Invisible Woman, instead of being Jessica Alba is Kate Mara. The, uh, Kate Mara's in freaking everything these days. Well, yeah, well, it's because she she was in a house. Of, she's in a house of cards. Yeah, and so now she's like super popular. I guess so. Yeah. But I feel like the first halves of like reboots of superhero franchises always write themselves, right? 
because you just have to go through the entire origin story again, again just doing but, the but same things one, you've already done. This one's different though, because like the the first Fantastic Four, unless I'm mistaken, just kind of like like this uh, this one they don't get their powers until until actually halfway through. Uh, and that's why? when it starts sucking. That's that's, that's telling. Like, that's <laughs> a, yeah, that's that's discouraging. Yeah, that's some Peter Jackson King Kong bullshit. Where you spend <laughs> the first hour of the movie setting it that up, and movie, then there's a monkey. That movie was way too long. Yeah, all Peter Jackson bad. movies are too long. Yeah, I haven't even seen the third Hobbit because I just I don't think I can do it anymore. No. I think I only watched the first Hobbit. I after that I, said, I I saw the first one and then I started falling asleep in midway through the second one and right. I was like I'm gonna skip the third one. To be fair, the the Hobbit movies are not that good, not that good at all, especially compared to the to the Lord of the Rings. Which Lord of the like Rings are definitely incredible. better. Incredible, definitely better. That's interesting because usually when someone says to be fair, it's followed by something like on the other side of like, but like Peter Jackson's actually really good. But that was just like no. To be fair. No. They're they're real bad. They're, Let's be they're, real. Here. They're real bad. Everyone thinks they're bad. <laughs> yeah. What's something that you guys think is great that everyone thinks is bad? Ooh, Kanye West. <laughs> High five. Uh, Wait, things that you think are good, but everybody else thinks they're bad. Yeah. So what's a who thing? thinks Kanye West is bad? Apparently, a lot of people. No, but okay. Kanye West's music or he, or like who he is. Well, okay. I think who he, I think who he is is freaking awesome. Yeah, me too. Like that's <laughs> I think we kind of both are on that page of like the character of Kanye is fantastic even though a lot of people think he's an asshole. Right? So like even like I mean I love his music too. Same. But like cuz I'm like but nobody else nobody thinks that his music is bad. Well, like, some people do. <laughs> some people do. You know, you know who thinks his music is bad? The guys that think that Led Zeppelin is the best band ever, uh, and that no good music has been made since 1980. Yeah, but that's uh, that's because there's a lot of those. That's because they don't like hip hop. If you're a person like I'm not a huge fan of hip hop, and so like I won't re like particularly like um, Kanye West. But if you like hip hop, you probably like Kanye West because Kanye oh. West is like. Pretty much unarguably a really good rapper. Yeah, yeah, you guys are in an interesting position of sort of being rebels within your own like rebel subcultures. Because <laughs> like to be like to be fair, Kanye West is like one of the most successful musicians in the world right oh, now. Yeah. Like obviously of he's all not time. he's not really universally <laughs> of all hated time. for his music. But like within both sort of the you know, like the punk like hardcore scene and like the hipster intellectual scene that you respective toms find yourselves fucking in. phone are you calling me a hipster intellectual <laughs> who do you think i am simon no but you hang out with me and simon so you know you you're you're in that world kind uh, of by association but like for you for both of you it's kind of a rebellious statement to say that kanye is great which is mm. i don't know kind of interesting well i do like to just piss people off so <laughs> just just admitting you like kanye can do that yeah true <laughs> so maybe maybe that's part of it it's true but like, I, I love kanye and i think I that's why bbc I, I think that's kind of why i relate to kanye because he's like that too I, I have a feeling that everything he does is just because he's like this is gonna piss these people off and that's awesome yeah mm, fair enough i respect that kanye is more punk than most punk bands these days <laughs> yeah that's it okay. kanye is way more punk than some 41 ever was what about you tim <laughs> what's one thing that you love that everybody else dislikes uh tom's a latin eye oh bay <laughs> it was kind of a backhand compliment, but get a you room, know. you guys. <laughs> was um, it, is it is it your wife who wants us to like? Is she? Was that, yes. Was that I, that I actually did I bring remember. up the. I actually did bring up your comment about slash fiction, right, right. Her, and she said she doesn't write slash fiction about real people. Okay. So so backstory so. here. Um, Tom's Tom's uh, wife Brooklyn 
has had a long history of like, I feel like even definitely before I was even like tight with Tom Zalat and I, because this is like before you guys were married and it was like, that was like five years ago. Um, anyways, it was at least, at least not as, you know, we weren't as obvious as we used to be or as, you know, as, as we are now. <laughs> obvious about <laughs> what? But Brooklyn has Freudian this... Freudian slip. Brooklyn has this long-standing theory that I am gay. I don't think it's even a theory. It's just like she really wants me to be gay. And I think she just would think it would be really cool to I think have she like a, I think she really wanted her brother to be gay. Right. And he's not. So then she just transferred it onto you. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So <clears throat> once and for all, for the record, Tim Blay, are you Tim Gay? Can you rephrase that as a grammatically correct question? He's avoiding the question. Timblay, are you gay? I am not. I have a we we did like you Tom and I both did we did that that like Kinsey scale thing at one yeah, point. Yeah. And I was yeah, I was very far on the straight side unfortunately for Brooklyn. Uh you're a little more I'm right in the middle. Yeah, you're like right I'm, in the middle. I mean, I am by I'm I'm okay with that being out there. Well, like you're that, in, you're yeah. in musical theater though, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so <laughs> yeah. right there, that puts you like pretty yeah. much in the middle. But I I actively choose to only date women. So sorry, Tim. I know. Sorry, it's, Brooklyn. <laughs> it's, if you want it to be a sorry, thing, gay men, Tom's not available for you. Brooklyn, if you want this to be a thing, you're gonna have to write it yourself. I'm sorry. But if you do write it, we will read it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Tom wrote some great fiction about me a little while ago. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. what, what oh, him or me? Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom Zelina. This is getting confusing, man. Wrote some fan fiction. I pointed. Pay attention to my finger. You pointed to the middle. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you also, pointed, like, I mean, not, like so that, do it's I. great pointed that you right pointed, but like all of the listeners have no idea that you pointed. So for now, so for for, for just to clarify, Tom Zelina is Tom. Tommy Phoenix is Tommy. There we go. That's easier. Uh, yeah, I guess that works. I'll try to call you like Bro Tom and. Sure. No, never mind. Just call, me, just call me Boy Lives. No, that's your name for me. Stop oh, yeah. it. Um, okay, Simon. And <laughs> <laughs> this Simon, is a special bond. Simon, what's your thing that you like that ever people hate? So, I don't know that I like things that people hate. I think I like things that... I like a lot of things that people don't find interesting. Hmm. I think that that defines a lot of things about me. Like, I'm super, super into typography. Right. And fonts and stuff. And You're right. Nobody finds that interesting. No. I mean, like, it, it, it's a it's a little bit of a sweeping statement, is it? Nobody finds it interesting because there are well, books written about it, so obviously. Well, but, you do, so clearly somebody does. At least me. But, like, I find it super, super interesting, and I love, love that. And, like, part of it is because I'm really into graphic design, and that's a big part of it. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just really, really like that. And I, it, like, every once in a while, I'll discover something interesting, and I'll research a lot into it. Like, I looked up the history of the ampersand and I think that's super super interesting I really really find it to be okay hold on hold on hold on welcome to the new segment of our podcast everybody Simon talks about something we don't care about you have one minute go I thought I had two minutes <laughs> uh, it's true it is usually two minutes, two minutes? Yeah, but we care even less this week we've got an extra guest you don't have much time do it You're okay time. well essentially I mean I wasn't going to talk about the history of the ampersand but I guess I will now so the ampersand, uh, first of all, the name ampersand comes from an, uh, an outdated uh, phrase to say and, which was and per se and, which is a dumb way to say it, and it was shortened to ampersand. Um, but the sim- dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, I mean, it, that was not like the only way they said and, it was one way to say and, but um, uh, the, the symbol itself comes from uh, a lot of like monks when they would write, they tended to like blend things together so that it would be faster, and the Latin word for and is et, et. And 
when when you you know when you look at the ampersand, you can kind of see the e and the t where like the the top of the e that like a capital e, and the top and the top of the lowercase t are like joined, and the the bottom bar of the e the bar of the t are connected, etc. And so you can see how that you know there's there's essentially like <laughs> two different kinds of ampersands, and there's like the closed ones and the opened ones, and that's it. Oh, so you, you actually went in. A, that was that, that was, was about that a minute. Was about yeah. a minute. That was real good. Yeah, you know, I actually I do find that kind of interesting. Like, yeah. not the history behind it, yeah. but just the design of it. Because mm. I had noticed that once and been like, that kind of looks like it says et. But it depends and on the ampersand because there's two. Like, you're right. There are two very distinct it's ampersands. True. The other the one that kind of just looks like it, someone like started eight. drawing a really bad like an clap. eight with a tail and a foot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Hank Green made a video about the history of the hash sign, and I found that that was super super interesting. Do you mean hashtag Octothorpe? What about the Octothorpe? Octothorpe. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it, it was has a, some history. You can look it up. Your minute yeah. is up. Guys, I really like the Speed Racer movie. And I'm just going to go on record as saying that. I have no idea and what I, that is. I think I've seen like five minutes of that. So some, at some point, do you know what Speed Racer is? Negatron. Okay. So Speed Racer was this like Japanese cartoon from like, I think the 90s, maybe even earlier than that, about like a kid who races cars that are S- fast. Speedily? Yeah, he, he's a very uh, a quick he, racer. He's, he races uh, them while on speed. He definitely uses velocity. Um, yes. And so he uh, he races and solves like crimes as a result. Cause, you know. How do you solve crimes while in a speeding car? Well, they're like like car crimes. I don't know. It's it's a it's a cartoon. Uh, but they made a movie version of it in like 2006 or something that was like. Not amazing, according to like reviews and stuff, but I thought it was fantastic, and I just watched it again like last week on the Netflix, and mm-hmm. I loved it. Do you guys have any movies that like you don't like you wouldn't recommend to anybody, but you like to watch when you're alone, just because it's like, oh yeah, this is this is uh, good. I, I I can relax to this. I'm not talking about like porn. I'm talking about like <laughs> movie movie movies. Yeah, I mean, The Devil Wears Prada is one of those movies that like I love it, but I totally understand why other people don't. And so I've never really suggested at movie nights and stuff, but I love it. No, where's Prada? I've watched a lot of that on a plane coming back from seeing Tom, actually. Tommy. Um, and uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't do much for me, but hey. Yeah. For me, that's like all Marvel movies. Okay. Just like I, I'm never at a movie night. I'm never going to say like we should watch, you know, The Incredible Hulk. But, you know, it's late at night. I can't fall asleep. Put on some stupid thing. It's great. Mm-hmm. There, there have been some Marvel movies that come out recently that were pretty good. Yeah, but there's none that are really like, you know, I would consider haute culture or however you say that. Hot culture. Hot culture. Yeah. However, have you watched um, Netflix's Daredevil? Nope. Yeah, it's real good. It's really, really good. I, I was annoyed by that because they cast Rosario Dawson as Claire Temple. And I love Rosario Dawson and I love Claire Temple, but I don't think of Claire Temple as a Daredevil character because she's a Luke Cage Power Man character. But he's getting a show on Netflix and she's going to reprise her role in it. So now I'm totally fine with it. Wait, so it's it's one character that is in both both universes? Yeah. Both but like ones. but like she really is like a Luke Cage character in the comic book universe, but they just put her in the Daredevil show. Like, she huh. probably shows up in Daredevil comics at some point, but, like, not originally. And so I was really vexed when I found out about that, but now I'm happy. Fair enough. I'm I want to give a comic book nerd. I want to give Tommy the floor. I want to ask him the, the movie question. Take the floor. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
Really? Because I, I, I would recommend that to pretty much I, anyone. See, here's the, I'm going to take this further. I would recommend everyone to watch that once. Hmm. But I've seen that like 50 times. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah there that. are some movies, I guess, that are like that. Yeah, I've probably watched Rent like a couple hundred times. and I still recommend it to people, but definitely like... I'm totally just the type who watches it over and over again without people also. Rent just did not do it for me. Hmm. Yeah, you I just think we pay. watched that together, right? Yeah. It was um like a couple of years ago around or actually around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. When we at, uh, when when we were seeing that girl. Mm-hmm. I say when we were seeing that girl. The one like the three of us <laughs> the three of us were seeing her at the same time. Yeah, kind is of. that awkward? Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're all over it now. Yeah. It's wait, I, I, there's either one of two girls that you guys are talking about. So this happened twice. It, this, is, this, is kind of, this may have kind of happened three times, but uh, the, the two were more recent than the other one. Three times. I mean, not really. You guys need to meet new people. But in and terms like, of, maybe not hang out together but in terms all of the like, time. In terms of the three of us all like being casually interested in the same people, it's right. happened. It's happened at least three times. Well, now I, two of those people I actually dated in a serious capacity. So. Yeah, you're the only one. So you kind of won out in every situation. So Tom's the stud, and you guys are the losers. Tom's like desperately trying to get his air horn to work right now. It's hilarious. <laughs> there we go. There we go. After hitting it seventy times. So the the air once. horn is is the the Tom like stop talking about this button. Oh it's, no no it's it's just an an accent. Oh sometimes yeah. it's used for celebration. Sometimes it's used to like stop an awkward pause. It's a it's a very versatile thing. Oh the air I, horn. See, I see I yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's also annoying as hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now there's That's one why movie. we love it. There's a movie. I think about this because uh, our friend Desiree, shout out to Desiree one time. Desiree doesn't um, need shout outs. Desiree's been on this show three times. So that's why I'm shouting her out one time. Yeah. She sent uh, She sent me a, te- a video or no, what am I talking about? An image today via text message that was like one of those liberal posters, except it had... Uh, the main guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show on it. Oh, no. It was like an advertisement for Rocky Horror Picture Show. And guys, Rocky Horror Picture Show is real bad. I'm sorry. It's it's not good. It's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I had a friend, who, my, my friend Jared, who used to, I used to be his roommate, um, was really obsessed with Rocky Horror, and he had a really good theory for why people like Rocky Horror. He said, I hated it the first time I watched it, too. And then I watched it a second time, and I still hated it. And then people forced me to watch it like a third time and a fourth time. And eventually just like Stockholm Syndrome set in. And now I love it. Hmm. <laughs> and that now he like goes to the, you know, the audience things and throws toast at the screen and all that. So there's something to be said, I guess. for S- Something to be said for Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who's going to be in, um, in the Rocky Horror Show. Really? Yeah. Who? Give um, him a shout out one time. Uh, her name is Daniela. So shout out to Daniela. Crunchy. One time. This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by Daniela. Thanks, Daniela. You're welcome. Hey, Daniela, if you're listening to this, head over to patreon.com slash up for discussion and donate, what is it, $1 to get an actual shout out? If you put in a dollar to the show. Or donate $100. Actually, you don't have a whole lot of money, so donate whatever you can. Put in $100. (laughs) Well, she's a student. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fair enough. So... Um, Get more debt. Anyone who donates more than $5 gets the special things. So (laughs) go look it up. We're so good at pimping our thing that we need people to give us money for. This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by Pimp My Thing. Pimp My Thing is a new online service that offers special privileges to all of its clients. This episode of Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by Apathy. Apathy. Wow. 
Guys, this episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by our new friend Tommy Phoenix hanging out in the studio with us today for the first time. Tommy is a man from a band in Vancouver called the Air Combat Pilots. He's a bassist. He's got glasses. He's related to our friend. Did you just say he was racist? (laughs) (laughs) No, I said he's a bassist. (laughs) I think there should be a character in something called the bassist, the racist bassist. The racist bassist. That could work. Hey, do you yeah. ever? Um, so when we were little, Tom, like Tommy used to be, used to be really into drawing comics and stuff. Yeah, and reading comics. Do you ever like read or draw comics anymore? Um, no. <laughs> in a no. word, <laughs> I, I sometimes will reread like old Calvin and Hobbes and stuff for ah, nos- yeah. nostalgia feels. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm really no, I'm not really into it. I'm not even really into comic book movies that much. Mm, fair and. Uh, I haven't drawn anything in like 10 years. Did wow. you know that uh, Bill Watterson, who is the man who wrote and drew uh, Calvin and Hobbes, when he was in, in college on the ceiling of his dorm room, painted a, a reproduction of the Sistine Chapel? Really? That makes yeah. a lot of sense because like after he finished Calvin and Hobbes, he just went into the woods and painted and no one ever saw him again, right? Yep. Into the woods and out yeah, of I didn't woods. even know the woods part. I just know no one ever saw him again. Yeah, That's he crazy. went to, up to his like cabin in Oregon or something and for for a while, like... <laughs> Didn't there was like a documentary made about this, right? Yeah, I saw it. I don't remember anything about yeah. it though. Like for a while, he he would like sneak down to his local bookstore and like sign copies of Calvin and Hobbes and just leave them on the shelves. And that was like the only contact he had with the outside world. And then he found out that people were like taking those and putting them on eBay and like selling them for thousands of dollars. And so he stopped even doing that. Hmm. Crazy dude. Except that, like, didn't he write a new comic like a couple months ago? He did a thing for Pearls Before Swine. Oh yeah, like, it was like it was like a crossover thing. Yeah, or like a guest cartoonist thing. Where like of all the comics, why Pearls Before Swine? Because they're so it's good and awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. Is it? Pretty I, I, it's I just, hilarious. Eh, it I, I think crazy. in spirit, it's probably one of the closer comics out there to Calvin and Hobbes. I mean, yeah. it's no Kathy. Kathy's <laughs> awful. It's no Archie, that's for sure. Well, one, no thing I, one thing I'll say about about Bill sure. Watterson that always kind of sticks with me is that mm. he. Is, um, when I was when I was little, I got the the Calvin and Hobbes tenth anniversary book, and yeah. as well as having a lot of, it was kind of like a greatest hits of Calvin and Hobbes, but it also had like a lot of backstory about sort of how the comic strip started, and it talked about Bill Watterson's licensing fight with his syndicate. They were really pushing him to license his characters for dolls, mugs, you know, like all the Charlie Brown and Garfield crap yeah. that cartoons you, know, that you see. Yeah. And he really did not want to do this. He thought that it would cheapen his characters and, you know, like the strip would lose its magic. And so he just fought tooth and nail against them. And that was one of the reasons that he ended up retiring. Huh. And I remember that that made an impression on me because it was the first uh, the first time I'd ever sort of the encountered the concept of artistic integrity. Hmm. And that sort of stuck with me. And I think that might be why I gravitated towards punk rock and that kind of thing later on in life. Yeah. Right. He had a lot of stick it to the man and Yeah. Stick it to the maniosis. You know, that. Yeah. The man. You, he's everywhere. Damn the man. In the White House down the hall. Miss Mullins. She's the man. She's the man. And the man ruined the ozone. He's burning down the rainforest. And he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank. Fuck the man. Yeah. I am. I've taken a number of Myers-Briggs tests that have said that I'm an INFP, and so is Bill Watterson. Just saying. Nice. INFP. Bill Watterson's the man. In a different, in the the other colloquial sense. Sorry, what? (laughs) 
Like he's the he's, man. He's not the man that people stick up to. He is or stick it stick it to stick it to. Uh, he's the man that other people are. He's not the man that gets you down. He's the man that gets you up. He's not the man we. So he's a drug dealer. We wanted, but he's the man we needed. He's not me, but he is someone named Bill Watterson. <laughs> wow! This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by Neil Bodrinson. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Up for Discussion is Bobbity Boo. If Bill Watterson is listening to this, please donate to Patreon.com/slash/Up for Discussion. We would love it. You pledge one dollar a month and you get a shout. Just give us a signed Calvin and Hobbes book. That'd be fun. Yeah, because we know you don't have any money because you didn't want your stuff sold to anybody We ever. promise it won't go on eBay. Come be on our podcast. We'll do it in the woods. Yeah, we'll come to you. And we promise not to tell anybody what you told us. We won't record Except it. Except for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll record it and then delete the files. Yeah. You can trust us, please. You can trust us. Guys, do you want to play a game? Sure. Let's I love games. Game. All right. We're going to play a little game called One Word Story. Oh, fun! Real well last time. Who wants to start? Um, I'll start. That was my one word. All right, are we going clockwise or counterclockwise? Is important. Clockwise, ma'am. Clockity plop. Aight. All right, Tom. Sup? G. Yo. My homie was dead recently because he got shot by anvils. With guns and knives and stuff like that time flew away. <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? Well, I mean, our homie got shot by anvils with guns and knives and stuff, and then time flew away. Oh, the end. Amazing. <laughs> That was bad. That was pretty All right, bad. let's do this again. Let's do this again. Feel, um, free, to, feel free to throw a, p- a period on there as well anytime that you, you feel like the sentence is over. Like you, I th- it's sort of up to the next person, right? But if you get an, like a universal and sentence, it's kind of boring. Yeah. So, uh, we can't have too many ands. It, it gets it gets ansy. All right. Can we have ampersands? No. <laughs> Only for a minute. <laughs> um, okay, Where's I'm going to start. Pizza. Period. So delicious, said Tom. Period. I love pizza so good. Things come to my Tom Tom. Period. Whenever I eat. Pizza. My mouth feels good. Period. Sometimes I even put cheese in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Period. It allows many possibilities. Period. When my balls of cheese are cheesy then i remove them from my scrotum period <laughs> the end 
Yay. <laughs> that was significantly better. That was great. Define better. <laughs> have you guys have you guys heard of six word stories? What's that? Oh yeah, Hemingway stories. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I don't know that I don't know if uh, Ernest Hemingway is the one who started this, but he was very famous for this one six word story, which is where you tell a whole story in six words. And his most famous one is I've heard of this. Baby shoes for sale never worn. Ooh, that's dark. Hmm. Yep. Um, you guys want to try making six word stories? Oh man, yeah, let's All do right, it. Right. Wait, like challenging one word at a time or each no, 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 no. Every everyone, like, yeah, everyone brings it. a six word story. Okay, okay. Um, wow, I just, punched, I just punched a thing. Did it? Does our audio? Oh, our audio is fine. Good, totally fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just just in case nobody heard that, Tom banged a thing and it was super loud for us. I got real mad, so I punched the sound system. Okay, fists. so so I'm gonna give you guys like a minute to think of this. You guys at home can entertain yourselves by also thinking of a six word story and share it in the comments. In the comments. I thought you were gonna do the key change. I was, and then it didn't work. Okay. Anyone have one? All right, all right. Men who wear pants never poop. Something to be desired, but okay. Um, it's a rough draft. I was playing the ukulele, so other people better think of something. I have one. The ship never came to shore. It's not quite Hemingway, but it's... It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. My dad was not around ever. Oh, yes. Finger snaps. Finger snaps. Dear wife, I'm I am gay. Sorry. Dear Tommy's wife, I am not. Finger snaps can't heal the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I think that'll do it for six word stories. Tune in next week for more seven words. words. (laughs) They're bigger, they're better, they're seven whole words. Guys, we've been doing this podcast for 20 weeks. What? 20 week. This wow. is week 20 of the Up for Discussion podcast. 20 hours of, if you, if you listen to these back to back, you can go all day long and then into the night listening to us and not even sleep. And then somewhere like halfway through the night, you'll run out of us and then you'll have to actually get some sleep, which is good because, you know, we don't want to deprive you. I do. Okay. Well, Tom does. All night long. All night. All night. All night, oh, every night. Do, 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 do. You were doing Journey, right? Yes. Which one is that? She said, any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Oh. That one. Yes. 
Yes. Rise Against is a sweet cover of that song. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right, Tom. uh, It's time for the new segment of our podcast. Tommy Phoenix tells us about one of his new favorite bands. Uh, You have two minutes. Go. Oh, man. My new favorite bands. Does it have to be bands or can it just be like artists? Artists. Uh, I've actually really gotten into Drake lately, which I had never been into Drake before. (laughs) Tom's giving me a high five. Again. Boom. (laughs) And then um, he killed Meek Mill and leveled up. In so, and uh, I was I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely some Canadian pride. The fact that like the biggest rapper in the world right now is from Toronto. You know, yeah, that, that's I think that's pretty cool. You know, I you know I'll, I'll admit like at first I was kind of one of the haters that was like ah he's wussy guy that sings about girl stuff but you know mm-hmm. he, he's got bars man I'll, I'll give him that well, that's, and, and that's part of the beauty of it right is that he he sort of fronts for half the song and then gets really emotional for the other half yeah yeah, yeah. i dig it what, what's really cool too is that he's very like it's very supportive of the the canadian battle rap scene like if you ever watch any of the like king of the dot videos or anything like that you like you see him he's there and he's either as a host or just like hanging out or like pitching money in to give to the winner or you know i think that's really cool that he he supports the the scene at that level like that yeah for sure oh man if like if you guys haven't gone and watched any of a uh, king of the dot on youtube go do that because like like it's 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 not battle rap as you have seen it before it's like an hour of just like two an guys. hour of guys just like tearing each other apart yeah it's like verbally it's, it's solid I've, I've never watched king of the dot it's it's insane hmm so, uh, how, do you, how do you guys feel about uh, doing a little bit of a um, a rapping, rapping mm, on oh the man. Um, rapping on the podcast? You guys go ahead, I'll just sit here and eat my misfits. Rapping on the podcast, you can rap, Mister Sim. I can't so, I mean, rap in my life. Well, neither can I, but I still do it. You're Tom. You're actually really good at it. I don't think that's. I'm I am awful at it. I've tried. I'm not good. Hmm. All right, let's put a little, little beat in here. A beat on the box. All right. Who wants to set it off? Right. Go to him. Uh. Yo, we're sitting here doing the Up for Discussion podcast. I don't want to put anybody on blast Not either of Tom's that are in front of me Cause I like them both, you see One is my brother, the other is my other brother from another mother They're both sweet to each other They got along real well, didn't explode when they touched each other early today Oh no, cause we thought they might, but then they didn't, you see They're not antimatter or anything, they're just two Toms, honestly Why did you think that would be weird? They're just two guys named Tom Like, come on all right, all right. Yo, you say we're just two Toms, uh. but honestly, we're a lot more than that. You see, I am your very best friend, and he is your brother till the end, because we've both been here for you a long time. And even though my raps don't always make sense with the words, you know, they don't always rhyme. That's it. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Some of the time, they're good. Usually not, though. <laughs> is the seat going to come back? Oh, oh, I got this. Representing from the West Coast, the best coast. Where we grow the best dope. Where we smoke the greenest, the meanest, the leanest. I don't know what I'm about to say next, but Timmy's looking kind of funny over here on the couch. Mm -hmm. That doesn't rhyme with couch. Nope. (laughs) He's got a funny expression on his mouth. 
Yeah. Eating some chips, y'all. We still got some beats going? I think so. Better bring it back. Yo, you say the West Coast is the best coast. I just say it's one of the rest coasts. That left coast ain't got nothing. Montreal, that's the place where we come from. You gotta know it's where you belong. Come back here, Tommy. You got it wrong. Be on this podcast every single week. I know that I might be just a geek on the internet making YouTube videos, but I make that green, man. You don't know. You can smoke the green and I'll make it. Share the proposition. Don't fake it. You can be the business side. I can be the creativity. You see? Teehee. So let's do this. Brother and brother. Love for each other and say hi to our mother. What? Hi, Jane. Hi, Mom. You rock the videos. I rock the bass. Get it in your face. Punk rock all over the place. Uh. In the mosh pit. <laughs> you know I got shit. Yeah. But nothing that I can say here because I died. <laughs> That's okay. You can scream like you do on the mic all the time. You know that it's right in your own scene, just not in this one. You gotta be cool, you gotta step to this, son. You gotta know that you got second place. Been the first brother, but you lost the race, uh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I think Tim wins. Sorry. I did not know you could freestyle like that. That's (laughs) dope. Thanks. Sometimes you get into the groove. I don't know. Like there have been weeks we've done I, this and I've just been I completely wish I could do that. I've been completely awful and just like not been able to say a thing. And then sometimes it just it's like, yeah, it hits. Uh, I find it really tricky when we're recording because like I mean we talked about this. Like we do like freestyle therapy sometimes. Yeah, I've where heard we'll you just, mentioned like, that on previous podcasts. Yeah, like we'll put on a beat and we'll rap about our problems. <laughs> it's probably like the whitest thing we do. <laughs> yeah. But some some of the stuff that comes out of that is incredible and I'm like, well, we can never share this. <laughs> Too personal. Yep, yep. We don't want to talk about all the girls we're seeing. All of them, eh? Like Studs. Shara. Shara. And Michelin. <laughs> These, this podcast is brought to you by Shara and Michelin. The two girls... That Tim and Tom are presumably seeing, but they're, most likely not. They're in a band with each other, actually. You can get their EP on the iTunes. I love Michelin because she never gets tired. What? Oh! I love Shara because she's generous. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> Welcome to the okay. worst episode of the Upper Discussion. <laughs> That's not true. We've had some bad well, shit. How, how, how do you guys think that you've gotten so good at freestyling? Do you think it's just because you listen to a lot of hip-hop? You practice like it's for one thing, it's it's listening and like you know, just having sort of the rhythm soak in. But the other is just like, I don't know, it's not being afraid to just be really bad at it for a long time. Like, that's how you get it good at anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of words that fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do they come from? <laughs> that's definitely my problem is that like, I'll just be like, I'm just going to say a sentence right now instead of trying to rhyme things. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, often I, I won't know how the sentence is going to end, but while I'm saying it, I'm, like, searching for a word, and I'm like, oh, I got it, and then I'll, like, I don't know. I'll and that's why he's Canada's smartest person. Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. Guys, I was on a TV show this week. It was good. I yeah. won. Yay! I knew you would win. <laughs> but that doesn't make me... It's, it's, so it's called Canada's smartest person, but I won it, but it doesn't make me Canada's smartest person, because You're one of Canada's smartest people. You there's lots of eight. episodes. So if you want to know if I'm Canada's smartest person, come back and watch the CBC on November 22nd, unless you live in any other country than Canada, in which case you're screwed, because 
the CBC doesn't let you watch its videos because I don't know why. So you'll just have to read my live tweets. Have you have you played uh, the next game? Yes, it's already shot and everything. So you already know whether or not you're the Canada's smartest person. Yeah. That's really impressive. Shout See, out to Canada's smartest person one time. I might be shouting out myself. You so, do not know. So I, I, I'm convinced that you're not just because you've been broke recently. But that also could mean that you are and they just haven't paid you yet. No, 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 no. Okay. So here's, here's the thing about game shows. That if you win, <clears throat> if you win money or if you win a prize, they don't actually give you that prize until after the episode is aired. Okay. Because if it turns out that you leak any details about it, they will then like revoke it. Okay, yeah, but here's enough. the other thing. Canada's Smartest Person is not a game show. Um, what is it and, technically? And the reason why it is not a game show is that it, under the legal terms of game shows, they have to have a cash prize. Okay. And Canada's Smartest Person is made by CBC. And so CBC they have no cash for a prize. Has zero budget. Uh-huh. And what we get for winning is probably maybe some interviews that's <laughs> oh, literally you it. get the prestige okay yeah. bragging rights wow so now i have no idea if you want or not that's exactly exciting. so how how does cbc do the things that they do if they don't have any budget i mean they have a budget they just don't want to spend any extra money on like you know here's your prizes and things well fair enough yeah but being on national television is probably a good platform for you so yeah not bad yeah Gets you a little extra publicity. Have you gained any new followers on YouTube since then? Um, I don't know. Probably a couple. Got a couple Twitter followers, like ten. I got a couple Twitter followers just because I was live tweeting along to to the episode. And then I on. would I would retweet, and then Canada's smartest person would retweet your tweets from me. It's yeah. a good system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter that I never use. You should Twitter, man. Twitter. You're what? Good. At Tommy underscore combat. Um. I followed uh, that earlier, so... Uh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I, I changed it recently. I think that's what I changed it to. And I think the t- when I changed it was the last time I went on Twitter. Hmm. So I, I have... Yet- One of those people. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, the thing with Twitter is that it doesn't make a lot of sense to use until you have a smartphone. Uh, but, like, now you do, right? So, like, the thing with Twitter is, like, n- now just... You're never, you're never bored because whenever you think of something stupid... You put it on Twitter, and then you feel validated. That's not a you good know, thing. Here's here's the thing. I and that's why society keeps getting dumber and dumber. So I I have Twitter, but I don't use it very much. And I also technically have Snapchat, but I'm like I don't do anything on it, and I don't really follow anybody on it. And I think the reason for that is that. Like whenever I have a dumb thought, I'm just like, oh, that's a dumb thought. And then I move on and I don't particularly <laughs> feel the need to share it. Whereas if I do have a thought that I feel like I need to share, I will like share it directly to a person as opposed to just like throw it into the ether and hope that perhaps maybe somebody is going to like receive it. Yeah, I get that. I just I've got enough Twitter followers who like see everything that I do and respond to it. that now I feel like when I tweet, I'm like talking to an actual person mm-hmm. like like shout out to Dallas and and Ika and Dali Hyatt and Ika Tongo and and Matt <laughs> and uh, Science Woman. Yeah. I actually have a lot of Twitter followers because my old band forced me to tweet. Right, that might be why I don't do it anymore. Just right, as right. a fuck you to those guys. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a subconscious oh, is thing. That, is that like band shade? Or are you gonna throw shade on your band? No, no, uh, no. I like those guys. I just don't like that they made me tweet. <laughs> Fair enough. Nonconformist to the end. Hmm. Yeah. But if you don't if if you don't have Twitter, then you can't read Jason, Jaden Smith's tweet, tweets on Twitter. Oh, he has the best tweets. <laughs> They're real good. They're real good. How can mirrors be real if, if our, our eyes, eyes aren't real? real. <laughs> have you never seen Jaden Smith 
Yes, Tweety. I mean, I have like once in a while, but I'm continually like whenever I see them, I'm like, what even like what? I'm just going to say this. After this podcast, go on YouTube and look up Canadian Softball. Yes. On YouTube. Canadian, Canadian softball. softball is a very good song. Do it. Is this something of yours or? No, but it involves Jaden Smith tweets. Oh, yeah. sweet. I'm excited. Did you guys ever see that video of, uh, it was from like 2008 or something of Josh Groban singing Kanye West tweets? That sounds like fun. That's one of the best made, I think I did see that actually. He made a new one. Really? Yeah, where he sings Donald Trump tweets. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone monologue for me. <laughs> I'm going to go look up some Kanye West tweets. Tommy, monologue, go. And uh, there's Timmy over here. He's my brother. He's really smart. He does a lot of things. I had to live in his shadow my whole life. It was horrible. Can you imagine? I have an actual monologue memorized if you guys want to hear it. That would be better. You do that. <laughs> so in, in one of my classes... No, I no, do. just say the monologue. We don't want the context. Okay. <laughs> Hark, the land bids me tread no more upon it. It is a shame to bear me. Friends, come hither. I'm so lated in the world that I've lost my way forever. I have a ship laden with gold. Take that, divide it, fly, and make your peace with Caesar. Not done. Damn. I have fled myself and have instructed cowards to run and show their shoulders. My uh, friends, be gone. My treasure's in the harbor. Take it. I have myself instructed. I can't. I I messed up. (laughs) This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you by Caesar. So I've been trying to look up Kanye West tweets, but it turns out that all Kanye West has been tweeting is like, pictures of people in brown robes and like <laughs> that's his clothing line tan colored tan colored somethings that's his clothing line but like that's it's just it goes on and on and on uh, I, I do have I, listen I, to I, the kids bro but I, I, there were, there were am I, I getting into the fashion industry right, have right, to right, take I'm, this coat i'm gonna i'm going to try to sing a kanye west tweet let's see if i can do it Fuck any game company that puts in app purchases on kids' games. Oh, thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. I want to try now. I want to try now. <laughs> Go for it. I got to find a good one, though. <laughs> all right, all right. This is a lot of pictures of coats. I told you. Pictures of coats. Yes. Brown coats. See, it just keeps going, eh? How about we all pick like a different Twitter user and just sing a couple tweets Mm. from that? Oh, that could be fun. I'm changing my album name to Swish. (laughs) I don't know. Skateboard P is the god. What? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Who's Skateboard P? I don't know, but he's the god. Mm. Tommy, you want to do one? Uh, I'll just do Kanye, support Kanye. Ooh. Man, this is the most like engaging last 10 minutes of a podcast that we've ever had. There's a lot of Kim Kardashian pictures on here. <laughs> he, the God. only person he follows is his wife. That's kind of, that That makes sense. Yeah. That, that suits his image. Okay, someone sing because they're getting real bored. <clears throat> you are a legend, a great friend, and respectively, even though you white, one of the realest niggas alive. All right, then. <laughs> this is one from uh, from Do- from our, our good friend uh, Donald Trump. Like her or not, Hillary did what she had to do in her debate last night. Get through it. Her opponents were very gentle and soft. Ooh, baby. Damn. 
like to publicly apologize to Beck. I'm sorry, Beck. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear Kanye. I love you. And I have encountered countless amounts of bigotry along the way. Poor Kanye. That that was surprisingly deep. That's not bad, yeah. Hmm. Right. I'm going to do a a tweet from a a good a good friend of mine who I follow on Twitter, um Kim Kierkegaardashian. Oh, so good. The moment of choice, the rigorous pondering of alternatives, the multitude of thoughts that attach to each. Family feud is my fave show. <laughs> 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 oh dear not smiling makes me smile whoa <laughs> who's that that's still Kanye oh it's still Kanye being Kanye okay I have I have one so excited to eat tacos with two vaguely famous guys who are brothers that's from Matt Tom's a lot, and I. Oh shit! King Butt himself. King Butt himself. My service sucks here, and my live streams aren't going through, and I will not abide this time and stillness and liberty. <laughs> Is that still Kim Kierkegaard? That's Kim K. Nice. Have you guys Have you guys seen Kanye West? Kantye West? Kantye West. Similar, I would imagine. Similar, similar. Is it the same people? Whoever said that mankind was bound by the limits of one's own reason ain't ever sipped champagne on a plane whilst arguing with (laughs) (laughs) T-Pain. Well, all right. So, uh, guys, if uh, if you tweet, let us tweet at us, and then we will know that you tweet. And maybe we'll sing it. Yeah, if if you uh, if you pledge a thing, uh, you don't even have to pledge a thing. Honestly, if you just tweeted us and you're like, sing this tweet on your podcast, we'll probably do it. Yeah, that's we don't have accurate. that much to do. Except it's, if your tweet is sing this tweet on our podcast, because then like that would be so meta. That would be pretty. Sing meta. this tweet on our podcast. There, we've already done it. Sing this tweet on our podcast. Sing this tweet on our podcast. So, um, guys, thank you so much for uh, watching and listening and rating and reviewing the show on the iTunes and uh, putting a comment on SoundCloud. Thank you very much to our special guest, Tommy Phoenix, for coming out tonight. Thank you, you for having me. Thank you very much to our host, Tim Blay, at a couple of and Simon Peltier. I know the other Simon. And uh, my name is Tom Zana. You can follow me at Tom Zana. I remember who I follow the show on Twitter. I'm Tom talking. And uh, make sure to rate and review the show on iTunes. It really, really helps us out. If you go on the iTunes and you rate and review the show, please remember to also leave a comment on the SoundCloud. You can support us by going to uh, uh, patreon.com slash up for discussion if you pledge money for us we will do things for you it is all listed on the website conveniently for your convenience thank you for listening we'll see you next week you're both fired <laughs> tommy why don't you sing us out play us out do the magics
We ain't got no place to go. So let's go to the punk rock show. Darling, take me by the hand. We're gonna sing a punk rock band. Ain't no use in TV shows, radio, rodeo. I wanna get into the crowd. I wanna hear them play real loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't got no place to go. Let's just do the bar job, guys. Everybody, we're gonna see a punker band. Ain't no use in TV shows, radio, rodeo. I wanna get into the crowd. I wanna hear them play real loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Ain't got a money pay. We'll get in anyway. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. I don't care. It's because we should share. We're going to the punk rock show. Whoa, 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 whoa.